1999, two men, Sean Fanning and Sean Parker, started Napster, which was a peer-to-peer file-sharing service, which revolutionized the music industry, the internet, what have you. Basically, you was able to download music. The thing of it was that, well, basically, the record labels was pissed because people was getting the music for free. And there was no way they could make the money. Or get compensated for people being able to get the con- to get the albums and music. So then, of course, they sued Naps to try to fight Naps. We all know how that went. Now, of course, Apple came in, and we know how that went, where Apple started iTunes and Apple Music and all that good stuff to where the record labels had to bow down to Steve Jobs to put their music up there to where people can purchase them <clears throat> purchase the music online. <clears throat> Excuse me. Then of course you got Spotify, then you have SoundCloud, which eventually helped artists make money with their music. Also, movies such as Netflix and the Disney Plus and all this. But see, further back than that, porn figured out how to pay content creators and make money off the Internet. That's right, porn. See, porn had the formula that all these companies are using. To make money off the internet, to pay creators, the whole nine. Even down to if you want to go there, YouTube to a certain extent. So I'm about to talk about that. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the Smokers Lounge. (laughs) Here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone that's trying to start their own podcast. um, All you got to do is just download the Anchor app on your phone or go to anchor.fm. And start get yourself a profile and start recording today. And believe it or not, you can actually do remote interviews and remote shows with people. All you got to do is get them to get a profile, and you can invite them. So it's a lot you can do with Anchor. Um, I am your host, and my name is Kavanaugh, the Summer Champ, aka the Porn Rap Star. You know the drill. If you didn't listen to this before, buy my porn, listen to my music, follow me on social media. Allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. All right. Um, we are sponsored by the Facebook of the LS community. I'm talking about LSworld.com. Go ahead over there today and get yourself a profile and uh, find events in your area as well as interact with other people who share the same kinky mind as you. We also a proud member of the GW District Black Podcast Network. So go over to shopgwdistrict.com and listen to me and many other great podcasts that are ran by black people. Plus, also while you're there, you can shop because it's shopgwdistrict.com. You have the option to pick from over a thousand black sellers. We're talking about beauty, we're talking about fashion, jewelry. Everything that you will ever need, wherever you want. So all you got to go over there to shop, gwdistry.com, support black businesses, buy black, help build a black economy so we, as a people, can create generational wealth.
Yeah. So, um, to everybody that has been listening to this podcast, I want to say thank you because we hit 500 downloads. I know they don't mean shit in the annals of the podcast world, but to me, it means something. That means people are listening, slowly but surely. So 500 downloads, thank you. I hope to get to 1,000 by July, you know, be able to say I did something and continue to grow. So today, people don't realize how porn has always been the guinea pig for other industries. Porn has always been on the forefront because the reason why, because the way porn had to move, the way that you had to make money with porn because it was taboo, because it was against the norm and and, and everything you can think of, it was that everybody's dirty little secret. See, porn, of course, used to be in theaters, then moved to VHS to where people had to go by where you went to North American videos. But then, slowly but surely, the internet started to come around. So, in 1995, a guy by the name of Christopher Malik met two guys who happened to be porn creators who also figured out how to charge people credit cards for people to get their content on the site, on their site. Chris sees this. And thus, e-commerce has been born. Now, this is in 1995. Think about YouTube paying creators. Thinking about you were able to purchase a movie or all that good stuff. That didn't happen to what, 2000, maybe 1999, 2001, 2002, maybe 2003. So porn was already on the forefront of everything that was being done. You know, period. So they had the e-commerce. That's how you had cooks for sale and Southern Charms. That's how those sites was able to accept and be able to make money. So that's why I tell people, understand when I said that as much as people talk shit about porn and they laugh at us and <laughs> the porn is dirty and this, 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 my friend. Porn showed them how to make money with the internet because we were the first ones to accept credit cards. This was their stuff. Then in 2003, you had Cuts for Sale was introduced. And then, of course, Southern Charms, as well as Rude. These were the first sites because they were groundbreaking because they was they enabled content creators, even back then, to be able to generate income. I remember when I first heard of Cuts for Sale. This is honest. True story. When I came, when I came into business, you wasn't you were, you was not considered serious or professional if you did not have a site. Actually, there was no way in hell you can make money off the net if you didn't have a site. 
I was uh, in talks with a guy by the name of, uh, I can't think of his name, but the name of his com- company was Sick, Twisting, and Pathetic. They were a porn company that was down here. And he was doing what many, it's not many vids, but what Model Central was doing, where he had it set up on his server where he was able to make multiple websites for people and have the same tap with the same shit. Now understand this, this was prior to a model central. I digress. Black man. So Oh, okay. <laughs> so basically um, so aren't you getting my, my thoughts together? So basically, these sites were the prerequisite to what you're seeing with YouTube. Actually, OnlyFans, Patreon. You feel what I'm saying? Because Chris for Sale enabled people to make money. But like I said, it was back in, it, it had to be like 2004, 2003. I met this guy named Mad Hollywood. Now, this is when I was doing the BCB Street team. I was heavy into the first half of my music career when I first was doing when I first was doing music before I really jumped into adult film. And we made a deal. He would film me and the BCB Street team and the girls at and as I took pictures at this car um, show. In return. One of the shorties get to shoot with it. He did the paperwork in the whole nine. This is the first time I ever saw. I actually set it on an actual shoot. And it was basically a threesome. But it was more of a... They they really... I mean, they really put it on short. They fucked the brakes off a of shorty, what have you. Things went left afterwards between him and the girl, which in turn cost me getting that footage. But nonetheless, I asked him, I said, well... What's the name of the site that you, you, you what's the name of your site? Uh, he was like, I was like, what's the name of your site? Um, he was a white dude, rock guy. He had his picture. He had a guitar and he had a nice size dick and, and it had a, uh, a Prince Albert. I guess that's what you would call it, where it was pierced. And I asked him, where do you put your content up at? He said, oh, clips for sale. He showed it to me. I looked at him and said, that ain't no website, dude. It was like, you said you was a porn star or this, that, and third. That ain't no website. He said, no, you can make money with that. I paid him no attention. Then about no more than a year later, because the headache back then was, and you one had to find a place to host your site. Then you had to not only find a place to host it, you had to find a program to put it this way. It was fucking a lot. And you had to go through CC Bill. So when I found out about Chris for Sale, tuh, it was on ever since. So right then and there, between Chris for Sale, Southern Charms, and Rude, which was another one, which also did webcamming. Aha, I'll get to that in a second. These sites enable content creators to make money and get paid and put their stuff up and be promoted. They were the first ones that you could tweet from. 
all this stuff that you see in YouTube and Facebook and all them, they were paying attention to the adult film sites. The groups, the chats. There was this, I can't think of the name of the site. There was a bunch of people that had like, you know what I'm saying, uh, little porn social sites that was like that. Understand it's a lot. They looked at the formula of how adult film was making money off the internet and made them copied it, even to the streaming. Let's break it down. Look at it. Danny Ash, she was one of the four mothers of the webcamming. The live camming and, and, and the whole nine. Then guess what? Here's come Patreon. Think about this for a second. People talk about YouTubers, right? YouTube, at first, you couldn't upload videos. You want to know what made YouTube change their mind? When they was looking at the webcam shit with Danny Ash. Because... She was technically a content creator. She was the first one that was doing live cam. Let's make this clear. You know how you got the live shows that's on the net, the live podcast and all that? Let me tell you who started that. Danny Ash. Look it up. She started that. She had a way of interact. She, she was doing interactive before they was doing interactive. The other lady was called Lisa Chan. I remember that. I mean, I used to Copy and paste they fucking pictures. <laughs> Download their pictures, nigga. And Xerox them on the uh on my uh at, with, with the copy machine. So I can have them and post and make posters, what have you, this, that, and the third. Understand it. That's why I was saying. People don't even take that to account. No one ever thought about that. No one ever looked at that. Napster, you didn't pay for Napster. It was file sharing. It was free. That's why the that's why the record labels was pissed. But guess what? You were paying for back then. You're paying for porn online. I mean, Chips was making fucking thousands of dollars off of pictures, new pictures. Member sites, all that shit. The stuff that only, you know what I'm saying, that uh, only fans was doing. Rude was only fans. Because Rude, they had voyeur houses and, and live cam and the whole nine. That's why I said everything as, as well as what they, the clubhouse. Dude, Rude. Just like MySpace showed Facebook what to do and so on. Come on. YouTube, even to the point now that when they were talking about with Twitter doing the, what is it, the the super follow, they're basically looking at OnlyFans. OnlyFans is popping. Okay, how can we generate another type income outside of revenue for advertisement and sponsorship? Let's give the, 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 the content creators an opportunity to make money. You heard about SoundCloud. Now they changed it where now 
you if, if, if it's your music that brings it in, you get more of a cut. Porn was already doing that. Porn was already doing 60-40, 50-50, whatever you want to call it. They were already giving majority cut to motherfuckers. Wine World, it's funny how you see the rappers and celebrities are now starting to use porn outlets. They may not be doing porn, but they use those outlets. Why? Because they saw the income they had generated. That's why I said when you look at it from Apple, Steve Jobs sat back and he looked at what Cliff Sale was doing and said, wait a second. We got all this music. I can't do porn. The reason why they probably didn't tap into porn because remember this porn at that time was not normalized. It wasn't on the phones. It wasn't this. It wasn't that. You feel me? But he sat back and trust me, he looked at what Cook for Sale was doing. He would look at what the porn sites was doing, the webcam and all this. He said, okay, then we're going to make a store to where these record labels will have to put their music and we tell them what to charge. Guess what happens when you join Christmas Sale? You hit a little thing to figure out what you want to charge and they actually make suggestions. Podcasting. Let me tell you what was the prerequisite for the podcasting, people. Blog Talk Radio. Guess who was using Blog Talk Radio heavy? Porn stars. Many porn stars had Blog Talk Radio. That was the prerequisite to podcast. See, that's why I said the industry uses the dirty industry to, to, to test run shit. And that will happen with porn. Because won't nobody paying attention to where they can sit there and try to regulate it? Because now it's, you can't. The only thing they did is they just tried to make the rules a little harder for motherfuckers to get in. And to make money. You know, period. But like I said, think about it. Apple, none, as you want to be honest, there was nothing going on the internet. The only thing that was being sold on the internet was actually porn at one point. Seriously. I want you to think about that. For the people that, from my generation, name what you could buy off the internet that was not porn. You couldn't buy clothes. You couldn't buy music. Because everything was on the radio. Everything was CD. But you could buy porn. Busted Baby Doll, what? That was what, 2004? She had a membership site. CC Bill been around for a minute, people. Hold on, let me, let me, let me take a, let, let me take a smell of that. Let me take a smell of that. When did CDC Bill come out? Which this stupid shit don't want to tell me. <laughs> yeah, but CC Bill been around. The, that is the gold standard to where porn companies go through. Actually, you might as well say they that that guy 
him and his cohorts with the prerequisite for CC Bill, with the prerequisite for how Visa and MasterCard handle everything that's going on in that now. Think about the uh, streaming services. They had this thing. They had they, they had a uh, something similar, which was a pre which which apparently they would I guess they were trying to test run. That was called live stream. I remember that I had one. I tried to put a porn one, but it got taken down. But that <laughs> I'm always going to test run the porn on everything that I did. Don't get it twisted. I always going to test the envelope to see how far I can get. But the point being is they always use adult film and they always watch adult film to see how to move when it comes to the internet. The streaming sites. If you want to be technical about it, what's the tube sites? Pornhub, Netflix. X-Videos, Hulu. Because they're housing and you get to watch the top porn sites. Before that, it was actually what on cable. You had to get the what what the, the premium channels for, you know, the porn or what have you. But on the net, think about it. Now Pornhub did premium. Now guess what we got now? We got premium. You wanna know where premium came from? The first industry that used the term premium was actually porn. Hello. You get to see some shit for free because you joined. Oh, by the way, there's this other shit premium. You know how you got the paywall and all that good shit? Cliff sale, what the fuck you think clips are? Paywall. Cliff sale is a paywall. You get the download. The membership, subscription, memberships. See, that's why, I, even to when you think about virtual reality, they was already doing porn cartoon virtual reality before these motherfuckers started talking about the game reality and reality shit. They already own that. Because, let me tell you why. The, the, mother, the mother of invention is necessity, and everybody always need a nut. So guess what you do? You make shit. Robotics, dildos. Come on, people. Vibrators. The vibrator turn around. Is that they're like a fucking robot. What the fuck? That's what I'm saying. People don't realize how much they use porn to test things, see how things work, how we react to it the whole nine. They looked at how porn became more normalized, so now they became more risque with TV. See, porn always been there to help shape, help mold, help push, and help direct where the other industry went because they were first. Think about that. Smoke that over for a minute. 
And see, I'm hitting you with something you probably never thought about. Think about this. The POV shit. Where did you get that from? Porn. Because porn was doing POVs. Somebody watched a porn site and said, you know something, why don't we do this? Don't get it twisted. Just like you might have porn stars and make it under Hollywood, you have Hollywood that is inspired by porn sometimes. See, that's why it's interesting how society use porn to see how to move to make money in certain areas of life, but yet they take jabs at sex workers. They take jabs at porn. They villainize it in many ways, even though it's becoming more, but even though they're now starting to drift to do what we do and use platforms that we use. Don't be surprised in the next 10 years, you might see some celebrities decide to use minivids. You feel me? <laughs> and that would be some shit. So, I just wanted to share that little bit of thought with you. Something for you to smoke over for this one. You feel me? Because like I said, sometimes you don't, uh, especially in the adult film industry, you don't realize how deep the adult film industry do affect other industries in movies and the whole nine. Don't get it twisted. So, I'm just saying, man. <laughs> so, with that being said, life is a learning experience. What's the point of experience you didn't learn anything? Smoke that over. <laughs>